Feeling better? Looking better? Making life better? It's Life Tips. Life, life, life. We'll explore the latest innovations, introduce you to the latest products, and bring you the tips from experts and environmental pioneers to help you lead a better life. Life Tips. Life Tips. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Light Tips Show, everyone. Byron White here with Dr. Deb. Carlin, Deb, welcome. Hi, thanks so much for the invitation. It's wonderful to be here. I love your show and what you do. Well, we're happy to have you here and to straighten us out. That's your goal and task today, Deb. Yes, it is indeed. So the name of your book is Build the Strength Within. First of all, some of us may not have a lot of strength within. So how do you handle that is the first question for you. Ah, you must begin as a believer. If you are upright and you are breathing, you do have phenomenal strength within. Absolutely. Belief is the first step. What is inner strength? Could you define it for us? Yes, absolutely. Your inner strength is what gives you the fortitude to put one step in front of the next and, and keep walking through your life. We don't give ourselves credit enough for the things that we've survived. Everything from the weather to relationships to bad situations to good situations to surprises to what's been anticipated. We each are life experts. We've had a lot of experience. That has been the secret to building our strength. You know, every time you go through something, you get stronger, right? I'd like to think so. But what motivates us to forge forward and keep going? We have an innate desire to live. We, as human beings, it's part of the human condition. I'm telling you this as a psychologist for almost 30 years. We each possess a craving for life, and not just to have life in general, but we want a good life. We, we, we crave a life that is meaningful, happy, healthy, filled with love. That's what motivates us. We all have challenges with some of those areas that you just mentioned. What's the best way yeah. to tackle challenges in your mind? Well, the very first step is to pause. And if you think that you have a challenge with anything, the very first thing that I want you to run through your mind is the only reason this is a challenge is because this is something that I really want. Why would love be a challenge? Because you really want it. If it's a challenge, what is it that you're doing? What is it that you're not getting? The only way you're going to discover that is if you pause and ask yourself, what am I doing here? And by the way, Am I loving myself enough to pay attention to what I'm doing and to learn from the mistakes I've made so I can make some positive steps here, right now? Hmm. You, in the book, you talk a little bit about 11 sort of self-assessments that your, yeah. your readers and fans can take. First of all, how did you create those self-assessments? What went into the engineering of that possibility? Well, ironically... <laughs> As I was, as I, this book was pouring forth from me in terms of just my own life experiences, 
personally and what I've experienced with clients and people who truly are patients over the years. And I, and I laid out a blueprint and I said to myself, I need a big piece of paper like I'm an architect building a house. What are the things I know that happens in a person's life that everybody, regardless of who they are or what their life circumstance is, what does everybody have in common? And those are the 11 self-assessments that I put into this blueprint and wrote about in this book. Two of them are from other authors, and, the, and nine of them are ones that I created. And they deal with everything from our body and our mind and our spirit, our faith factor, to our relationship with money, which is really important. Everybody's a little goofy about money at some point in their life, and we need to get it straight if we're going to be financially happy and comfortable. We're all wired differently. How do you reconcile that as you journey through life and meet so many different people? And You know, I, one of the things I absolutely love about this life, Byron, is that we are wired so differently. You know, you and I get on the phone and we start talking and I start looking for our common points and I look for ways that we are also different. What can I learn from this lovely man on the phone? What can I share with him that he doesn't already know? And if you find joy in that and and you and you you lead with the premise that life is an experience of changes constant changes. You know, when people say, oh, I'm so afraid of change, oh, I hate change. No, you don't. You go through change every single day. You've gone through change from the time you were born up into this moment as you went through the natural course of development. And when we meet one another and we go deep to deep and we look into one another's eyes and we get to know one another's mind and one another's heart, we find out all kinds of fascinating things that attract us. We all get very attracted to that person who introduces us to another perspective, another way of thinking and feeling about life. That's part of being wired differently. You have to embrace it as being something really fascinating. Tell me a little bit about your thoughts on self-respect, self-image, and what I like saying, (laughs) self-destruction. When, when those first two elements collide with one another uh, or drive us down a, a very turbulent path of destruction. Yeah, you know, it's so, it's, it's so genuine, authentic, and sad all at the same time to talk about self-image and, and self-perception and self-esteem because they're all interrelated. You know, we get this notion of who we are. And and so frequently people gauge who they are because of what others are telling them, which is good, but only up to a point. We all need to take time to do one of the things that is the hardest thing that I ever ask people to do, and that is pause, sit still, spend time with yourself, and brace yourself. This is a big one. Look in the mirror and don't look at your overall picture of yourself and get critical. I want you to look deep into your own eyes. Look in the mirror. Look right into your own eyes. 
and say hello. I mean, it sounds corny. I understand that. It sounds frivolous. Give it a try and you're going to see it's anything but frivolous. When you look eyeball to eyeball with another person, you start to either feel safe and in love or you start to feel alienated and creepy. When you look into your own eyes, the same thing happens. I want every single person who is listening, when they do this, want you to look into your own eyes and see the beauty of who you are. The eyes are the window to the soul. Do not be afraid of who you are and what is your interior. Believe. Believe. And I don't make promises lightly. Believe that what you are going to see there, if you allow it to really happen in an authentic way, is beautiful. And I promise that you can see it. That is about self-esteem, self-image, and really getting to the core of yourself. You know when that, when that destructive component comes up? is when you are not patient enough with yourself, you treat yourself like you would treat your worst enemy and then times ten. You say horrible things to yourself. You rip yourself down. That is so counterproductive, and it is the opposite of what I ever prescribe for people to do. There's no benefit to engaging in that behavior, and we are the ones who are in control of what our mind does and what our inner self-talk is. We write the script. Make it loving and make it positive. Hmm. I'd like to ask you a question about money, but I want a big footnote before I ask you. I am okay. a believer that I'm a believer that money is good. Money opens up doors of opportunity for you and me yes. and our family and our friends. What, yes. what what can your book teach us about money? You know, the very first well, first of all, that I'm in alignment with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, there are people who say, Oh, come on, money can't buy you happiness. Money is the root of all evil. Wait, no, wait a second. What is the root of all evil is negative self-image and negative chatter and having a negative perception of life that says, I want to do harm to others. When you are good, when you are loving, when your intentions are positive, money is a vehicle. Money is what is going to buy you free time is going to afford you the opportunity to do things that are your choice. For everything from keeping the lights on to taking vacations to education to medicine to clothing, it's about comfort and opportunity. And it's also about affording it for others. When you have money, you have a way to do things for other people that can make them so much more comfortable. A lot of people think that money is negative because they think that it's used only to buy things for their own selfish intentions. Well, you know what? Selfish isn't bad. Selfish has got a lot of negative connotations to it. But if you don't attend to the self and be selfish and self-oriented, how are you ever going to learn how to take care of anybody else? Money gets a bad rap, and when people think that they don't deserve the best out of life, they're going to use money as the vehicle that they want to avoid because they think it's only going to propagate some negative perceptions that they have. They're mistaken. So I put people through a series of very simple kinds of questions and exercises that gets them to tap into what's the problem. The problem's not the money. The problem is your perception of yourself. 
and the life that you think that you deserve when you are at your most negative point. That's the real secret. Very glad we straightened that out. Let's go on to about <laughs> 200 other problems we need to straighten out. Um, you talk a little, uh, tell us a little bit about your thoughts on bad habits, more specifically family habits, or what I like calling tribal habits in, yeah. in things we develop in the tribe that we're in and why our tribes perhaps bring us these bad habits that can be self-destructive. Well, you know, when you engage in, you know, you, you really set this up beautifully, by the way, because when you started talking about self-esteem and self-image and self-perception, that really is the root of everything for us, not just our relationship with ourselves, but our relationship with others. So just because people are in the same tribe and our hope and our anticipation is this ought to be the most loving group with us, because we're all in this together. That's not always the case. If you have somebody who has created a family, if you have a, if you have a couple that has created a family and it really wasn't grown out of a healthy love, there's going to be all kinds of bad habits that result as a, as a natural outcome of a negative, unhealthy relationship and all the negative, unhealthy self-chatter that goes on as a result of it. If you want to have good habits, you've got to have a clear vision of what that looks like. That's why I created a real blueprint for people. I see repeatedly that people live a life of happenstance, not planning, happenstance. Uh-oh, how did I end up here? Oh, gee, I can't believe that this has happened in my life. Really? You know, there's intervening variables, absolutely. But did you plan? for as many of the contingencies as you possibly could. When you decided that you wanted to have an adult life, that you wanted to be a grown-up and have a good, wonderful life, what did that mean to you? Did you really envision it? Did you map it out? Did you list the things in your life that you wanted to have? When you, when you decided that you wanted to fall madly in love with somebody, was it just anybody or did you have criteria? People too frequently don't have their criteria clear. And so, you know, people can talk about wanting to be thin and fit and healthy, and then they are in their car and they're driving through McDonald's drive through Not to slam McDonald's, but they're driving through some sort of, um, you know, facility that is the opposite of what they thought that they would want. And even if they're driving through McDonald's, they're not getting something healthy from them. They're ordering the things that are the highest in fat content, the highest in sodium content, and they're wondering why it is that, you know, the steering wheel is too tight against their belly. Okay, did you pre-plan when you got in the line what you wanted to do? People need to have a clear vision of what they want and commit to it, develop their thinking to follow it, and then have the behaviors that follow through on it. It's such a simple formula to have a great life. It takes most of us a long time to figure it out. We've got a few more minutes to figure it out, but let's take a quick station break, and we'll be back in just, just a couple. Thanks for tuning back in. Life Tips will be right back after this short break. 
Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, seen other SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana starts here. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. There are over 70 million active podcast listeners in the U.S. WebmasterRadio.fm reaches them all with the largest global distribution of any online business-to-business podcast network. Through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, we can target and place your message in front of those active listeners immediately. Now, your message can be delivered with less commitment and investment on over 20 hours of weekly original content hosted by the most respected names in digital marketing. Thanks to an exclusive private offer available for a very limited number of companies. But you must act fast. Email sales at webmasterradio.fm today and get your message delivered now. And now back to Life Tips. Making your life smarter, better, faster, and wiser. Here are your hosts. Welcome back to the Life Tip Show. Byron here. Dr. Depp, great having you on the show today. Thank you. So here we are. We're making lots of money, but we still have stress in our lives. What's up? Maybe you can talk about that problem we all have. Yeah, absolutely. Well, <clears throat> if you, even though money is not an evil... And money can afford you a lot of things. Nothing can replace the feeling that is deep in your heart, the desire for actual, authentic, genuine 
deep to deep connection with others. And that has nothing to do with money. It has nothing to do with anything that is tangible. It's about primitive, basic human needs. There's nothing more precious than sitting next to someone that you love and feeling the warmth of their body. Being so close, chest to chest in a hug where we feel one another's heart beating. Being so happy with another person and so close to them that we look into one another's eyes and we feel their warmth and their love and their heart and their sincere investment in who we are and who the two of us are together. We need to allow ourselves the space to experience that or there's no amount of money, there's nothing that's going to make us feel whole and happy. When we don't have that, stress prevails because everything is out of kilter. We don't have that solid foundation and we all need that solid foundation. We all know that intuitively, right? But Dr. Deb, that that wonderful comfort that you describe comes with risk. The divorce rate is 40 to 50% now. Things can change. Stressful lives facilitate change. How do you manage that risk in a well-balanced life? Well, first of all, I think that however it is we're calculating the rate of divorce, I think it's wrong. I think the numbers are flat out wrong. The majority of people get married, they stay married. And so we get scared when we hear those numbers. And in terms of risk, every single day is a risk. You get up out of bed and you run the risk of stubbing your toe. You get in in the car, you run the risk of smashing into something. Everything is filled with risk. But, you know, Smokey Robinson sings a great song, The Agony and the Ecstasy. (laughs) And you're never going to know the ecstasy if you don't know the agony. You know, love songs are filled, filled with people just like screaming out in their in their lyrics, you know, you broke my heart and I'm just dying on the vine here, come back to me. And the next love song is, you lifted my soul, I love you so much. So swinging that emotional pendulum is what life is about. When we die, it's a flat line. That's not what we want in our living experience. We want the highs and the lows. And when we feel them, that's when you know you're really alive as you're feeling. So don't run the risk of not feeling. It's fabulous. And if you get your feelings hurt, remember that nobody's going to love you more than you love you. So love yourself really well. Love yourself up. Treat yourself great. Look at yourself in the mirror deep into your eyes and Talk to yourself. Flirt with yourself. You'll be a better flirt with everybody else as a result of it. Have fun with life. What is it that we gain from spiritual practice? And why is it Ah, good for us? I, I love this topic. This is, you know, it's hard for me to pick my favorite topic, but this is really right there at the top of the list. The the research that I've done as a psychologist is just so crystal clear. I've always been interested in what is it that 
really sustains us. You know, if you talk to people who are really healthy and they've got their act together and particularly people age and they're really in good shape uh, in, in every sense, they're really enjoying well-being. What's their secret formula? And by the way, when people go through tough times and they seem to survive and thrive, what's their secret formula? And through my own research and interviews, as well as reading the research of phenomenal people out of Harvard, like Herbert Benson, one of the things that we see is that the faith factor is what makes all the difference in the world. If you have a belief in something more than just your own self, if you feel like there is a mission for you here on this life, if there is a purpose for your life, you have a purpose-driven life, it changes everything. If you don't have that spiritual investment, you do feel like Atlas. You feel like the weight of the world is on your shoulders. What's the reason for it? I have to lug everything around. I'm just here to be a slave in this life. It limits your perspective. You have nothing to believe in, to invest in. The beautiful thing about faith is it really is a deep core conviction that is based on zero tangible evidence. It's just faith. And faith, talk about getting a runner's high with endorphins. When you have faith and you are in the zone of prayer and belief, oh my goodness, it's ten times for you what endorphins could ever be. And it adds substance and foundation and meaning into your life. It means eternity. It means everything. It means the universe. It changes everything. People's prognosis is better when they have a, a strong faith factor when they're sick. It's amazing. Hmm. We spend a lot of time, it seems, and energy for that matter, on either distinguishing ourselves from other people or trying so hard to fit in with them. <laughs> But why do we go to such radical extremes and exert all this energy to do just that? <laughs> you know, because as human beings, we're very silly. That's <laughs> the first thing we always have to remember. We are, we are ridiculous. We are wonderful and ridiculous all at the same time. We really want to be just like everybody else because we want to put our arms around everybody and say, see, we're all in this together. Oh, thank goodness because I was lonely out here. I had these weird feelings and I just wasn't sure. Tell me we are all connected and we love that. And then when we're all connected, we have this emotional feeling of, well, wait a second. We're all connected, but I actually have something that I want to give to you that's different, that's special, that's unique, that's going to make you love me more than you love anybody else. So I want to pull myself apart for a minute here and have you see this really special part of me. The basics of it is it's about our needs being met. And our needs fluctuate from moment to moment, from day to day, from circumstance to circumstance. And depending on what it is that we need, we're either going to want to fold in or stand up individual, tall, and unique. Now, the problem is when we do stand up tall and individual and unique, what happens? People take pot shots at us and make us feel weird for standing out there. So we go running back to the ones who we think are going to embrace us and fold us in again. 
it's just the swinging of the pendulum of life. It's the condition of being a human being. What is the one thing that we can really do right now in your mind, your top one or two things to, to really start living a better life? Uh, the very first thing is to sincerely sit down, close your eyes, drink in the next breath, really take it in, and on that inhale say, I am so incredibly fortunate that I am breathing. I am breathing on my own. My heart is beating. I am alive. And I am thankful that I am alive. I appreciate that I have this life. Then open up your eyes. That's the second step. Open up your eyes and say, you know what? Even if I have cataracts or I need glasses or if I'm sitting here and I can see perfectly clear with no assistance, this is a really beautiful life I've got. The world is an incredible place. I love it. I love my life. I love what it presents to me every day. I am filled with surprises and anticipation. And I want to drink in every moment of it because no matter how old I live to be, when I am breathing my last breath, I know that a part of me is going to say, oh, just a little more time. I want to appreciate it now. And I mean that sincerely, really and truly, Byron. I wake up every day after everything that I've been through in my personal life. I wake up every day and I do exactly that. Thank you for my life. I have extreme gratitude and appreciation that I get to be alive, maybe not even for this entire day, but for this moment. I want to appreciate it. We always seem to want more and, and, and find some level of comfort, perhaps, in criticizing ourselves and driving ourselves further to make more money or to achieve higher goals or to go to more social events or to do all of these things. Is that healthy to drive ourselves in these insane ways? <laughs> Not if they're insane. You know, if if what we're doing is we're saying, oh, this is really fun. I want to do some more of this. Okay, just pause for a moment and ask yourself, have you replenished? Have you expended a lot of energy doing all that, and do you need time for replenishment? Because if what you're doing is you're going after things and you're getting exhausted and you're not acknowledging it, you're going to find that you're going to implode. And that's not what you want to do. So it's only insane when you are overextending yourself and you're not giving yourself time to think about what it is that you've achieved, what it is that you've done, and really enjoy it. And, you know, people get drained. That's when the insanity is when people are doing and doing and doing, and then they start complaining about, oh, I'm so busy. Oh, if only I had a moment to relax. Okay, well, charge of your life. Mm -hmm. Everybody's in charge of their own life. Huh. Going back to that point earlier, though, aren't we aren't we tribally trained or habitually changed or trained to 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 react in these ways and to be this person that we think we are? I mean, it, it's hard to change. Wouldn't you agree? No. Actually, we've been told that it's hard to change, but I will tell you that as a, as a psychologist who has 
studied social psychology and attitudes and change of behavior for more lives of more years of my life than not. Change actually can happen very swiftly. What you have to do is get a thought into your mind and make an agreement with yourself that you're willing to accept that thought. And then your attitude and your perspective changes. You know, when people believe that they are locked into their lineage, well, I'm this way because my mother was this way. Well, I'm this way because my grandfather was like this. You're creating your own bear trap, and you're going to gnaw off your foot in order to get free of it. You don't need to do that. It's only a perception. And this life, as we come into this life, you know, we enter this life alone, we leave this life alone. And while we have people around us who really love us, the real fact of the matter is that when you sit down and you start to get reflective and then you start to blueprint your life and you do these self-assessments, you have an opportunity to decide how you want, how you want and crave to live this life experience. As far as I know, we're only, we're only guaranteed this one life. Regardless what you think about the afterlife, this is the one life that I know we get. If you're not going to appreciate what you've got here and decide that it's up to you to decide your habits and your pathway, then you're missing an enormous opportunity for happiness and real achievement, real genuine achievement. You know, I've worked in hospice for a long time as a consulting, visiting psychologist. I've never met anybody who said, oh, I'm so happy I did everything their way. People long for wishing that they had done a little bit more over here that they had really wanted to do. Oh, if only I had listened to my heart. Don't wait until you're on your deathbed. Do it now. Have the habits that you want now. If you want to be a person who's athletic, get up and start making it happen. If you want your body to be different, get up and make it happen. You want to eat differently, you want your health to be different, get up and get into motion and make it happen now. You've got the Internet. You can Google any question you want. You've got my book. You've got my website. I mean, seriously, I try to provide every answer for every question that people bring to me because I take it seriously. If you're in trouble and you want to change something, how can we make it happen? It can happen pretty quickly. You just have to change your attitude, and that happens with a change of your thought. Dr. Deb, I love it. I'm ready for betterment. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's been great having you on the show. I have two final questions for you. Who do you want to get a hold of you, and how can they get a hold of you? I want everyone to get a hold of me. If, if you are interested in having your best life yet, Google my name, go to my website. You'll find me on all the social media outlets and just enter in Deb Carlin, Dr. Deb Carlin, D-R-D-E-B-C-A-R-L-I-N, and just come forward. Send me an email, a message, a call, whatever you want to do, but reach out and I'll do whatever I can to be as helpful as possible. And by the way, Byron, I think you're absolutely fabulous for doing what you do, and I am really grateful to you for an opportunity to be on your show. And as a matter of fact, I'd like to make you the offer of sending you five books that I'll sign that you can pass out to whoever it is who's in your listening audience 
who lets you know that they want the opportunity for betterment and just share them. It would be my, my, my treat, my delight, my gift to share. You've shared so much today, and thanks for that. I'm sure some people will take you up on that. We'll publish that on your actual show, uh, your, your, your show bio at the bottom of your page and allow people to send their uh, contact information in to us, and, I'll, and we'll get it over to you. <clears throat> okay. But until then, um, it's been just fabulous having you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. You bet. Thank you. Right, right back. Okay. Yep. Super. <laughs> thanks, every, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Great being here today with Dr. Deb Carlin. Hope your life is a little smarter, better, faster, and wiser, and ready to find and build the strength within. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. See you next week. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.